interrupt me. Hello. Welcome back to Girl Uninterrupted. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again for another week with me and me talking about all of these different things. Um, Happy Halloween, everyone. I just came back from a very relaxing weekend on a cruise to the Bahamas with my girlfriend for her birthday. It was exactly what I needed in order to come back and to talk to you guys about today's topic, which is anxiety. Oh, anxiety. I've had a long history with anxiety even before I knew what to call it. This came from never knowing when my family and I would come home with our things sitting on the side of the road. Um, it came from losing my parents and never knowing when I would, would lose someone else I loved. It came from being queer in the South and feeling like I was going to be ostracized for it to just simply being a black girl in America. Anxiety has been my friend for majority of my life. And if you guys do not know what anxiety is or not sure if you've ever experienced it, it is an overwhelming feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. But simply put, anxiety is the fear of the future or a fear of the past repeating itself. That's how I remember it, and it's pretty accurate to me about me and my life. But anxiety is shown in a lot of different ways from shaking, like shaking your legs, shaking your hands, to butterflies in your stomach, to holding tension in your body. My tension is always being held in my neck, to like sweaty palms or panic attacks, shaky voices. It can be shown in numerous amounts of ways. It's definitely different for everyone, but anxiety is the most common mental health issue that people face regardless of age. So if you just realize you are experiencing this, you are not alone, especially in this political climate, constantly anticipate the next school shooting or the next verdict that does no one any justice. At this point, I would be extremely surprised if I met a person who didn't have anxiety. And that's just the truth. But for some people, it's just a simple passing of nervousness or worry, which is completely normal. Everybody gets nervous sometimes or worries a little bit about something. But then there's anxiety, which hinders your everyday life or impacts your everyday life. For example, you can't sleep at night. You're worrying so much you can't sleep. You're having nightmares. Um, you aren't eating. You can't focus at work or at school. You start to avoid the people and the things that you love because you're always worried. You're always anticipating something being bad. You're thinking that the next ball is about to drop. And this could be an anxiety disorder. And it happens. It's a little bit more extreme. I mean, it turns into OCD or um, general anxiety, any any of these disorders, it could possibly turn into. And for this, if you think that you have it, if you think that you've had anxiety for a long time, it's impacted every part of your life and you can't get out of bed or you can't go out with your friends, then I suggest that you see a therapist because they will be able to give you a diagnosis so you know for sure that's what you have. 
and all of the other help that you need. So if you need to constantly go to sessions or if you need to get on medication, there's absolutely nothing wrong with having medication for your disorder. If you need it, get it. It's 10 times better for you to just be on medication and live a normal life than for you to constantly feel the way that you feel. And of course, there's like remedies to help with your disorder or whatever, but I think that whatever fits you, fits you, but getting help is necessary for a disorder. So if this is, if you're listening to this and you think you have a disorder, go see someone because um, I'm not an expert on disorders. I have anxiety and it does hinder my life a little bit, but it's not a disorder. I've never been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. So I just really want you to go get help. Um, but for those who are in the middle where it's not quite a disorder, but it still affects your everyday life, like it affects mine. What do we do when our anxiety comes up, when it starts to act out? This is a really funny topic for me, period, because I work for an organization where we focus on preventing kids from becoming future addicts. So from using alcohol, tobacco, and other drugs, becoming dependent on that. And we try to prevent them from doing that by teaching them life skills. So in our lessons, we have a session that is called coping with anxiety. We also have coping with anger and all of that. Because people who don't know how to cope with these things tend to use alcohol or other drugs to cope with them. I know I used alcohol for a while to cope with my anxiety and my depression. Um, So it's really, really important for me to teach these kids the coping skills that I've learned to make sure that they do not go down the same road. But anyway... And every single time where we have this topic, when it comes up, we talk about what anxiety is, basically what I'm doing now, but we go on to the techniques of how to deal with anxiety. And each time when the students see the list of what it says or how to deal with it, they roll their eyes because um, they're, they're much more so the things that, that we've all heard, like positive thinking and mental rehearsal and deep breathing. And although these things are great and they definitely do calm you down in that moment, I'm going to share some techniques that I've learned through therapy and through my experience that you can try that are a little bit more action-wise My therapist always tells me that I need homework to do because I tend to overthink things. So if she gives me something to think about, to analyze, which is majority of the time myself, uh, which is not a terrible thing all the time. Um, It's just that whenever I become obsessive about things about myself, I tend to overanalyze. But it's for me, homework helps, like learning about myself helps, doing things daily to deal with my anxiety helps because I know how terrible it feels to have an anxiety attack. I know how terrible it feels to isolate yourself from your family and from your friends. So I want to do everything in my power every single day to make sure that I do not get back to that place. So let's start with the first one, and that is to control the things that you can and let the rest go. So you've heard this saying before, and it's very, very true for anxiety because anxiety is a fear of the future. So we sometimes feel out of control of what happens to us. A way to feel in control is by realizing what you have control over. 
And in majority of these situations, the only person that you have control over, the only thing that you have control over is you. You only have control over yourself, over how you react, over what you do, over what you say, over how you perceive things. Like you only have control over you and that's it. You don't have control over how a person acts or what they do. You don't have have control over most outcomes. or You just don't have control over that. So doing the best that you can to protect and take care of yourself should be the first priority. You are human. No one expects for you to fix everything, to know everything, or to do everything. Just do the best that you can and let the rest go. Always knowing that you are putting your best foot forward. Because you really don't have control over anything. And that, for a while, that feeling really did sadden me. Because I felt like I needed to have control over things to protect myself. But no, once I had that clarity and I had that contentment with myself that I was thinking about myself and I was putting myself first and doing all that I could do, I stopped having those feelings as much of anxiety about what's going to happen next. Um, for example, this podcast was something that I had a lot of anxiety about because I was like, who am I and what do I know about this and blah, 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 blah. And even with my writing, I've been writing a lot more and I'm doing um, short stories and I'm writing poetry and it's just like, girl, you're not James Baldwin. <laughs> you not Maya Angelou. I start to down myself with all these thoughts and I get anxious about people reading my things, but I'm just doing the best that I can do and I'm doing the things that can make me happy. And as long as I'm doing that every single day and I'm striving for my happiness every single day, then my anxiety kind of lessens up some because I don't have control over what anybody else do. I just need to make sure I'm doing all that I can do every single day for myself. If it's a test that you have to take, studying for it, doing everything that you need to do. So after you take it, you just say, it's just, it's up to the universe or it's up to God or whoever your higher power is. Because at that point, you've done everything that you could possibly do. The second one is to focus on your physical and mental needs. So watch your thoughts in your body. By this, I mean eat, sleep, and exercise. You have to treat your body right. And it is amazing what endorphins can do for your mood. It is amazing what it could do for your life, exercising and knowing what you're going to eat and what when, when time you're going to go to sleep. Like having a routine gives you control over yourself so that your anxiety levels can go down. And that has worked wonders for me. I cannot tell you how happy I am when after I run. I am so, so, so happy. I'm so energized and it makes my day great. I have all this energy to do all the rest of the things that I love to do for the rest of the day. So get a routine. That way you will have control over your diet when you go to bed and when you exercise. Then you will have something to compare your anxiety to. You will be able to say... I felt relaxed after I did this, or I felt um, happy after I did this. So that whenever you are put in these anxious situations, you're able to say, oh, I'm anxious. I'm really anxious. And this is what happens to my body when I'm anxious. My neck hurts or my leg shakes. Like you start to see that your body does not always have to be that way. It can be relaxed. You can get some rest. You can 
get something to eat and be okay with eating whatever you're eating, that you can get some type of exercise and have that good feeling so you can have something to compare it to. You'll be able to know that this is not good and this is good. So that way you'll have something to work on and analyze and figure out why does this make me anxious? What do I need to do to stop myself from feeling this anxious all the time? Do I need to find another job? Do I need to get out of this relationship? You will, you will have clarity over why you feel the way you feel. Do you need to study some more? When do you feel good? When do you feel bad? If you are anxious all the time, you have nothing to compare it to. So this brings me to number three. Don't avoid it. Push yourself little by little. I am not the person to say just, you know, jump into things when it comes to your anxiety because there's a reason why you are anxious. And I'm literally doing this in order so that if you are treating your body well, if you are paying attention to your mind and figuring out what makes you anxious, then you can little by little confront what is making you so anxious. I don't mean like just jump into it because that's that's terrible and I can't even imagine telling somebody to do that. I'm getting anxious thinking about that. But don't completely avoid what's making you anxious. Little by little, push yourself to overcome the fear of or worry that you have. I had a fear of being alone. So little by little, I started to push myself to do things by myself. Confronting that feeling and noticing why you feel that way and why you don't feel that way and, and doing something about it. But let's just say um, that you have social anxiety. So you don't like to be, you don't like to say hey to people that you don't know. You don't like to be around a group of people that you don't know. A way to push yourself would be to say hey to a sales associate or a cashier when you're at the store, just saying hey. I mean, of course, we live in Miami and people are rude as shit, but that is a way that you can you can you can get out of your social anxiety is by saying hey or um, greeting someone sometimes like just doing things that are a little bit out of your comfort zone that can push you without completely pushing you over the edge. Because if you do have social anxiety or you have any form of anxiety and you push yourself too hard, it's not going to do anything but put you back into that hole again when now you're isolating yourself from everyone and nobody wants that. Nobody wants you to go back into the extreme of of not wanting to be around people because you're so fearful and worried of what could possibly happen. So just little by little test yourself. You never know what you can learn about yourself. We never know what the root cause of these things could possibly be. So those are the three little techniques that I have for you to try that helped me. And I am so excited about this next segment. We have the girl uninterrupted questions. I ask for you guys to send me DMs of questions that you had, of things you wanted to say that I can discuss on the show. And um, it's my first time implementing it. So I'm very, 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 very excited about this. So the first one um, is from a girl who's from Mississippi, who I went to high school with, actually. I'm not going to say her name, but she knows who she is. Um, she asks, what is the best way to explain anxiety to people? 
that is an amazing question because I've always had an issue explaining what anxiety is to other people um, before I started going to therapy because it's hard to explain. You are sometimes shamed to tell people about it and you don't think that they're going to understand. But you have to. You have to explain it. My girlfriend did not know what anxiety was until I had an anxiety attack with her. I think the first the first date that we went on, second date, second day we went on, I had an anxiety attack in the car with her and I had to explain what anxiety was to her. And even to this day, I'm still constantly explaining to her, um, what I'm, what I have anxiety about, what I'm anxious about and what, what it actually is. So it's a work in progress, but the best way to explain it to someone that I've used is that I am overwhelmed and very nervous right now. So instead of trying to explain, oh, anxiety is this and anxiety is that, it's really explaining the way that you feel in that moment. Being able to say, I need a minute, I need some space, I am overwhelmed, and I'm very, very nervous right now. And taking that minute to breathe, taking that minute to touch on your legs and and ground yourself and touch your body and let yourself know that you're okay, you're still alive and just breathing. Cause a lot of the times, like we just get very overwhelmed about things in our head and it freaks us out, but breathing, breathing helps and touching your arms and touching your legs. Like that really, really helps getting fresh air and going for a walk. It helps as well, but sadly everyone won't understand it. So be patient and just, Explain how you feel. Explain it. Because we do not have any control over what other people do, how they think, what they say. But we do have control over ourselves. So explain how you feel. And if they take it the wrong way, F them because you have to deal with your anxiety and you're working on that. And the fact that you're even explaining that to them is a step. So from that moment forward, if they give you shit about it, then now you know whether or not you need to have them in your life. But the best way to explain it to for me was to just say I am overwhelmed and I'm very nervous right now and I need some space. So question number two. Thank you so much for asking that question. Question number two is um, what are some holistic coping mechanisms that don't involve medication um, I love the person that asked this question. <laughs> so um, she knows that she is as well. Honestly, the only thing that I have researched other than medication is meditation. Um, it helps me really tune into why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling and also brings me back to the present. But I do know that meditation isn't for everyone. So I just suggest all the things that I said before. <laughs> um getting in control of your anxiety and not only is it's really not only a mental thing but it's a physical thing as well so all the things that i said before the eating and sleeping and exercising and comparing your good to your bad and pushing yourself a little to confront your anxiety and realizing what you have control over and setting those boundaries like i said on the last podcast setting those boundaries and and living up to those and understanding what makes you anxious. So for me, it's more so an active thing because I love actively fixing things in my life, whether they be mentally or or me doing it action-wise. So 
that's the way that I do it. But other holistic ways, I think that I read, um, actually it was everything that I just said, like eating and exercising. Like all of those are, are ways to deal with anxiety other than um, doing meditation or getting some form of medication, which I don't think anything is wrong with. Just make sure you go to a therapist and or a psychiatrist and, and they diagnose you and they help you with um, everything that you are afraid of when it comes to medication. But some people just really don't want to put foreign things in their body and all of that. And I completely understand that. But um, if you need it, I just say get it. Also, I've heard that CBD is really good for that as well. Um, but again, that'll take you going to a psychiatrist. It'll take you going to a counselor. And there's free counselors everywhere. Just look them up. Or you can go to a therapist or just anyone. Like There are plenty of people. There's free services out here that can help you if you have mental, mental um, illness issues. If you want some if you want some numbers if you want something or a contact that someone can help you with just dm me and i can get that over to you as well but, but there is a lot out here for people it's just not being used because a lot of people in the black community in the brown community um don't really consider mental illness a real thing so that's that. And the last one is, I says, I'm always nervous after an exam. I can't stand to be around classmates discussing their answers. My heart is always racing and I can't seem to think. So I distract myself with anything. Is that some type of anxiety? Um, this is my favorite person in the entire world who asked this question. <laughs> um, I would say yes. It sounds like fear of the future or of the past repeating itself. So if you felt this way before, if you failed a test before, like you are afraid of the past repeating itself. And I completely get this feeling because while I was in college, I felt this way all the time, especially when I was unprepared to take a test. So I get it. But a push would be that maybe it would help if you studied with someone who is doing well in the class, if you actually talk to people and to see what they're doing to do better in the class, if they got an answer that you didn't get. Um, anxiety is all about control. So if you did all that you can do, if you studied as much as you need to, I would just say the next step is to take care of yourself. So do something that makes you feel good about yourself because there's nothing else that you can do in this situation. Like you have done everything that you could possibly do and we can't control other people. We can't control what other people do, what they think, what they say. But this is definitely anxiety and now you have to figure out why you are anxious. If you are afraid of failing or if you're afraid that you didn't do as good as they did, what can you do to make sure that you you don't feel that way again? Or at least that, that you don't feel the exact same way, the exact same amount the next time. Because anxiety just doesn't go away. I, I'm still anxious a lot of the times, but I just know how to deal with it better now. So what do you do whenever you get that feeling? Like I already have a plan. Like you said that you distracted yourself. That's a really good idea to distract yourself. But how are you distracting yourself? Are you doing it in a healthy way or are you doing it in an unhealthy way? 
Um, but thank you guys so much for your questions. I am so happy that you sent them. I was so afraid that nobody would. <laughs> I hope this episode wasn't too long, but I wanted to try to incorporate the question segment into it. Like always, I'm going to send you away with great intentions and love, which is that may you breathe and push through all of the fear that is in you. May you use it to accomplish all that you want to do in your life. May you love on yourself and may you accept the things that you cannot change, change the things that you can, and be wise enough to know the difference. Happy Halloween, everyone. Be safe out there tonight. Do not punch somebody who has um, black, black face. We do not want you to go to jail, even though I would want you to <laughs> punch them because I am sick of seeing it all the time. Same thing with them dressing up as Native Americans or whatever else they dress up in as that we have constantly said was offensive. Just take some deep breaths and don't let them get the best of you. And the next thing, the most important thing is that we are living in a state of anxiety right now and we can do something about it. And that is vote. So please vote by November 6th. Get out there, do something Get a group of people, go do it. Me and my partner went and voted today and we were both so happy knowing that we are doing something to stop this administration from tearing us down and constantly doing things that offends us and hurt us. And I, I am so angry and I've never been more anxious in my entire life than doing this presidency. So I just need to make sure that we're able to get these motherfuckers out of there. So go vote, please. Enjoy your Halloween, everyone. Until next week, be great. I love you guys. Bye.